Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Seek First podcast. I'm Rick Brown. We want to talk about everything here, life, seeking God, biblical truth, today's culture, and whatever my guests are into, we want to unpack so we can understand what is happening around us. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Take a minute to subscribe to the Seek First podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Let's jump in. We have a special guest that has a shout out from our county here in Ventura. We have some real excitement going on over in Fillmore. And here to tell us all about it is city council member and a friend of ours here at God Speak is Simone Alex. Welcome, Simone. Hi, Pastor Rick. How are you today? It, it's great to visit with you, and I just want you to know you're such an incredible inspiration for people that are just getting involved in the uh, the process, and there's some real action going on with your stand with the mayor and the city council in Fillmore about the, the gay community's desire for a declaration that was given last year but now has been withdrawn from the city council to declare from the city of Fillmore that June is Gay Pride uh, Month, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah, there's a big meeting tomorrow, and anybody that's in the Fillmore area, that's why this is a little bit of an emergency. We're trying to help out uh, our friends over in Fillmore to get some support because the other side of the issue is going to bring a lot of support because this has been picked up nationally in the news and various things. But before we get to that, I, I just want to share with people, we're always trying to inspire people to get involved, uh, Simone, and you've done such a great job in that. A couple of years ago, you moved to the city of Fillmore. You've been in the um, Hollywood industry for some time. And, and what inspired you to get involved at the city council level a year ago? Well, I did. Actually, my one-year anniversary of living in Fillmore was yesterday, 5-5-21 is when we moved in. And I had, during the shutdown, I had an inkling in me. I was seeing that, I was seeing everything falling apart. I was seeing uh, people losing their liberties, losing their rights. I was really saddened by the way that local, state, and federal government was handling our freedoms and our constitutional rights. And so I started to have a desire to get involved. I never wanted to do political office. I never wanted to go into politics. I never considered running for office. And during the shutdown, I knew I needed to do something, and I wasn't quite sure the path to take. At that time, I was living in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles. And as you know, in Los Angeles County, it's very difficult to kind of climb the ladder. The city council in Los Angeles itself is very political. And so I, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite sure that that was the way that I wanted to go, but we knew that we were going to be moving to Fillmore. And so I thought, well, once I get settled into Fillmore, I will start to think about it. I'll get to know the community and the constituents. And, and at that time, I knew I had either one year or two years to run again, so or run for the first time, one year or two years. So in the meantime, I had been going to Godspeak and uh, yourself and Pastor Rob and the whole community were and have been really championing everyone to 
um, run for local office and get involved and really take authority of this, uh, this county and the state. And, uh, so I was praying, I was praying about getting involved. I was praying about the timing and last September, Unfortunately, we found out uh, one Friday morning that uh, one of the city council members in Fillmore had passed away suddenly the night before. And uh, this seat vacated, uh, uh, sadly, uh, she was only one year into her term and the city had two options. They could either uh, run a quick local election, which would have cost the city near six figures, or the city council could appoint someone to, to get onto city council. And they chose to appoint. They, we went through an interview process. I had only lived in Fillmore for six months. I had put in an application. I went before the city council. I was interviewed publicly that evening amongst, I believe it was 11 other candidates, many, many and most of whom who had either lived in Fillmore for 10, 20, 30 years or generationally had lived in Fillmore. Uh, but I was selected out of, out of all of those candidates to become a city council member, and I was sworn in uh, November of uh, 2021. And for the most part in the last five months, it's been very sort of normal decision-making. Um, anything that happens at the local level, uh, we've been deciding on and uh, really keeping the city running smoothly. And it wasn't until about a month ago when things started to get, I would say a little bit more political and a group from the LGBTQ community had come in and asked us to sponsor their Pride Festival in June, which the city had done last year. The way that they sponsored it was not monetarily, it was sponsoring in name only with the city logo and mailings to constituents saying, hey, the city of Fillmore is sponsoring this Pride Festival. And it was also proclaiming June as Pride Month in Fillmore. And from what I understand, there were a lot of people in Fillmore upset about this and upset about how this special interest group had become entangled in city politics, I guess you could say. And so when they came again, a month ago to ask us if we would consider sponsoring this year, the vote was no, that we would not move forward in the discussions of about having about having the city sponsor the LGBTQ Pride Festival. And so we we sort of shut it down even before it went onto the agenda. And none of us were really prepared for this. It happened one night in, in public comments where they asked us to do this. And it sort of set off a mini firestorm. The Ventura County Star wrote an article uh, about us. And that article was shared on social media, Facebook, Instagram. It was picked up by Yahoo. And there were many who were writing online about the three of us in our decision-making being bigots, discriminatory, homophobic, and the like, which none of it is true. I have 
LGBTQ family members and close friends. And uh, so, and they know, uh, and I know that this is not true, that I very much love the community. But that, that I do not see from my purview as a city council member that the city should be at all entangled with these special interest groups. And that doesn't limit to LGBTQ. Uh, it, it, that goes, that sort of goes beyond LGBTQ. So I, I think that our government, whether it be state or federal, has really done a disservice by starting to entangle themselves in these interest groups. And one of my arguments, which people don't bring up very, I, I don't actually know if I've heard it at all, is if, if, you, if you invite the government to come into your special interest group, and specifically, if you invite the government to come into your sexuality, your sexual preference, your sexual identity, and the government were to say go go south, the wrong leadership comes in. It becomes something akin to, and this is really extreme, but but a government akin to those in the Middle East, where the government is very much involved in someone's sexual preference to the point of uh, condemning people to death if they are are gay or homosexual. So that's the very opposite end of the the spectrum. So so to my argument, keeping this separate is really healthy, not only for the government, but it's healthy for the community that that this this stays separate, but we need to keep special interest groups separate from the government. So that is where we're at at the moment. We have a city council meeting on uh, Tuesday night, the 10th of May at 6.30. And as far as I understand, the leader of this special interest group in town has called, made a, made a uh, uh, called for everyone to come in and speak out against our decision. Now, the decision's already been made, but there's been a clarion call from, from this community and the special interest group to, for, for people to come out and, and speak against us and against our decision. Okay. So um, with that, we want anybody that would stand up for liberty and freedom that really believes in the cause that you're making this decision to keep government from endorsing these special interest groups there in Fillmore. Uh, just like if there was other special interest groups, you wouldn't want to put your stamp of approval. They could still get the permit to meet. They can still exercise their constitutional rights in the community, but it doesn't need the stamp of the community, the uh, city council to proceed, correct? Correct. Correct. Yes. And the argument was made in several comments from the LGBTQ community that that members who attended the Pride Festival last year felt so empowered and loved and uh, accepted because the city endorsed the festival. And I want to challenge that way of thinking that if an individual or group feels that the, the government needs to endorse a festival publicly or put their name on it in order for a group to feel like they're accepted, 
I think other things need to be taken care of in that community. I, it, we, we shouldn't wait for the government's approval on uh, having a festival or celebrating who we are or what we're choosing to do with our life. Um, it, it need, again, it needs to be separate. And we don't want people to feel or believe that they need the government's approval in order to move forward with some of these issues. So again, this isn't an anti-LBGTQ decision or a homophobic decision or me bringing my religion into this at all. This is this is putting dividing line into a place where in the last 10 to 20 years, it has become entangled in what I see as a very unhealthy way. So I'm a pastor, so if I wanted to come and do a crusade in Fillmore and I wanted to fill out the permit requests to gather, uh, I, and I got permission from the city to do that, I don't need the city's endorsement or big stamp on my event as a special interest group to do that, nor do I care about it as long as I have the freedom with my constitutional rights to function within the community. And that's how exactly. I would pursue yeah. Yeah. So exactly. there's, it doesn't matter. Maybe there's a, a biker group that wants to meet or there's a, you know, whatever it might be. So we don't need the city's endorsement. All we need is freedom as citizens to get the permits to gather wherever uh, we're seeking to locate and with their permission. So it seems to me really clear what you guys are doing because there wouldn't be favoritism for this interest group or this any special interest groups you don't need our logo to be feel like we're having a group hug and and feel loved and accepted. Uh, you have freedom as a citizen of the United States of America to do such things, and we permit that, and we're not forbidding that. So tell me a little bit about some other things. When we were talking on the phone earlier, Simone, you guys as a city council are also making a stand with some really horrendous laws from our perspective that are coming from Sacramento. And this, the city council of Fillmore is sending a letter to the assemblyman, to uh, the various, the uh, sponsoring legislator that is bringing this bill uh, about. And let's just speak to that for a moment because it's, you guys are are doing some great things, and and I just love to hear from you about that. Well, we have we're we're not sending the letter yet. It's up for a vote this coming Tuesday. So Tuesday oh, again, okay. May tenth is a big night. Oh, okay. Uh, as a council, as a council member, I can bring forth legislation, legislation, California state legislation that is before the state legislature to vote on, or even existing legislation, which uh, I I feel goes against our city's legislative platform, and I can request that the council. Uh, takes a vote to stand in opposition to a bill that is that is not favorable to California, our constituents, or aligns with our city legislative platform. And in this particular case, AB 2223, uh, which is uh, framed as a reproductive justice bill, whatever that means, is a Essentially, you have to read the verbiage in the bill, and I, I encourage everybody to pull up the bill. All you need to do is Google AB 2223, and it will come up under the California State Legislature website. And the verbiage is written in a very confusing way, so you have to dig it. You have to dig apart and understand the pieces of it. 
and, and we have to do this so it doesn't slide by. And essentially what it says that it allows for perinatal abortions. And the definition of perinatal in California legally is up to four weeks after birth. So this bill would decriminalize anybody who uh, allows a baby to die or criminally harms a baby towards its death for up to up to four weeks after birth. Now, it's hotly debated. There's a side that says, oh, no, that's not what it means. And <laughs> and if you look and read the bill and you you pick apart and you look at the definitions and you look at the legal background of it, uh, it, it very much means that. And it decriminalizes infanticide. And it really at the heart of this bill, it decriminalizes infanticide in the name of reproductive justice, in the name of pro-choice, in the name of abortion rights. And so the way that I see this as a as a city council member is that when we start to decriminalize crime, we're heading to a lawless society. My example would be we've essentially decriminalized these smash and grabs where you can break into a store and you can rob $950 and then you can go to the next store right next to it and rob $950 and go to the next store and so on and so forth. We've decriminalized drug use, uh, open air drug use in San Francisco. We've decriminalized so many things in California, which is why we're seeing such a high crime rate because people are not getting charged for crimes. And if we continue on this path, then it is going to uh, lead to a uh, effectively a lawless society. So, so uh, I have asked the city if they would consider taking a stand against this bill, and we are voting on it this Tuesday night. And I want to encourage everybody that that you are able to go to your local city council members and do the exact same thing. Have them take a stand, ask the other city council members, have them take a stand against these bills that um, are taking away our freedoms, that are decriminalizing crime, that are sending California down the wrong path, because you really do have more power at the local level than you realize. That's for sure. So let's talk about people coming to support and how they can support. Give us the time, the location on Tuesday. We have a big event here, which is our free Ventura, where we're endorsing candidates to do exactly what you're doing, Simone, over in Fillmore. And the events, uh, sadly, are on the same night because this just came up not knowing. It's really became a hot issue over the last um, few weeks, right? So we didn't see it on the radar. So thank you for bringing it to our attention. But if you're out there and you're in Fillmore and you want to support common sense leadership, and that's our goal with Free Ventura, keeping Ventura County free from crime, from criminal activity through common sense leadership. And that's what you guys are doing over there. Such a good job with your common sense leadership, but give them a shout out specifically where they're going to come, what they're going to do, how they can show their support for um, you guys and your leadership. 
Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for pioneering Free Ventura. This is amazing. And we really are going to change our county from the from the grassroots level. I know it. And I'm so encouraged with all of the candidates. And I also want to encourage everyone, if you know someone in public office or on city council or um, at the county supervisor level, whoever, to really, if they're in office right now, to get behind them and support what they're doing, the choices that they're making. And so it grieves me. Part of the reason that I, 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 it grieves me that this is on Tuesday night is that I can't be at the Ventura meeting, but I have to be at the city council meeting. So you may come out to support us at 6.30 p.m. at the Fillmore City Hall uh, this coming Tuesday night, May 10th. Or if that doesn't work for you, come out on Tuesday night, May 24th at 6.30. And if you've never been to a city council meeting before and have never felt like you wanted to raise your voice, but now you want to speak out, you will get a public comment card. It's a little fluorescent green card as you walk in and you'll put your name down and you'll be given about three minutes time to speak towards the beginning of the council meeting. And you may share your thoughts about our decision, whether good, whether bad, and and anybody is welcome. And, and that is the same procedure as as Thousand Oaks or Camarillo or any any uh, Ventura, Oxnard, any city council meeting, you can go and let your voice be heard. And this is so important. And I want to say, Pastor Rick, that I am so encouraged because the amount of people who have come out to support us has been far more than the people who have come out against us regarding this issue. I am actually surprised at how many people have reached out to say, thank you for doing this. Thank you for not, not, thank you for detangling. And I'm, I'm using my words, but I'm kind of trying to compile them all together in one, but detangling us from this special interest issue, because, you know, it's, it's kind of a snowball effect and, we, you know, when you say, when you say yes, that you're going to do something and then you move forward to doing it and then you sort of take it back and say, no, it's a, it's a real challenge to sort of undo what's already been done. And, um, but I have to say that, that, uh, the constituents and people beyond I've had, uh, e I've had emails from Santa Paula, phone calls from other places in Ventura County, um, saying thank you so much. So your voice is very important to us. This is, even though it's a local, small local level, um, taking on some of these special interest groups, I'll just name one, another one like BLM, right? <laughs> BLM or LGBTQ, whatever, taking on these special interest groups, th there are people in that community larger than than uh, the county, larger than the state federally that that really just want to attack anyone who comes comes against. And if you don't agree with them or you don't vote with them, they will come out against you. So just know that the people who are in office right now and who are voting, we are going to be voting in June 7th and also in November, that they need your support and prayers. They need your voice. And um, we just encourage you to come out either this Tuesday or if you can't, if you're going to the Free Ventura meeting um, on, on May 24th. So thank you so much. I want to make sure that I'm as effective as possible. I want to make sure that even if it's only for a year, I look back on this year and I say I couldn't have done more to um, to preserve this precious little town and uh, keep it 
keep it safe and um, a nice place to live. Yeah, that's such a blessing. So even if just to be uh, fruitful for this year, if that's it. So everybody out there on Free Ventura or Liberty Station, be praying for Simone Alex for wisdom and strength for you and the whole city council for this coming Tuesday. And we want to end, uh, Simone, just by praying for you guys for strength and encouragement and for some people to come support. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for wonderful people that are standing up with common sense leadership in our county. And we pray right now for Simone and the mayor and the other city council members. We pray for your peace to fall upon that meeting on Tuesday. Lord, we pray that you would protect and with this opposition that's coming against them as they just make good common sense decisions to keep Fillmore free. Lord, we pray for your blessing to be upon them. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, well, Pastor Thanks for being, being such a good example for everybody out there, Simone. We're, we're pulling for you. We're praying for you. And uh, pray that some of you can get out there and support them. So thanks for being with us. Till next time. I see the light in the darkness. I want hope for the hopeless and rest for the weary mind. And you've got truth for the taking, but my heart won't be shaken if today be the day that I die. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now I won't worry about tomorrow or fear in times of trouble. I keep my heart seeking. I will keep my heart seeking you. Whoa, oh, 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 whoa,